This is Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature presented by NDSU Extension. I'm Kelly Anderson, and I'm joined by Lisa Peterson, Livestock Extension Specialist at the Central Grasslands Research Extension Center and our state's Beef Quality Assurance Specialist. Today we're going to be talking about should you have to make some hard decisions about culling, how should you do that? And so, Lisa, can you talk to our producers about what are some of the priorities they should have in mind if they have to make some strategic decisions about reducing their cow herd? Thank you, Kelly. Well, one of the toughest decisions that livestock producers often have to face is the reduction in herd size. Whether that's due to drought or due to other constraints, those are really hard emotional decisions. I understand that our extension team understands that those livestock are our livelihoods and quite frankly, they're usually our lives too. I encourage producers to really come up with a strong plan and keep that plan for their operation, regardless if we're in drought or flooding or something else, just as a herd management tool. And then you will have some resiliency built into your operation uh, for tougher times. First, producers need to come up with the goals for their operation. So is your operation one that you run a terminal cross and all your calves are sold and you purchase replacement heifers someplace else? Are you a place that typically raises your own replacement heifers and maybe you want to look at the future of selling replacement quality heifers into the market? So look at what the goals are for your operation and for every operation that's different. Once we figure out what those goals are, we can establish some what I call strategic culling criteria. And those are things that we can have in place all the time to improve our herd. That is really the goal. We call continuously or we have a plan continuously for herd improvement. Rather than culling the 20% of oldest cows right off the bat, we cull individuals because they're not meeting our herd's goals for production. Some things that can be included in there are going through your records and keeping good records. I like to start that at calving time. You know, identify cows' uh, dispositions, their body condition scores, what their udder quality is, what their feet and legs are like. All of those things are easy to identify at calving time, right in your calving book. You can add that in to whether this cow had a steer or a heifer and, you know, whatever else you keep, her birth weight, whatever else that is. Then you can identify those culls as cows are starting to calve. And of course, you know, we can't cull every cow that we think maybe doesn't meet our goals. So you need to have realistic goals for that culling uh, standard. And those become our easy culls, in my opinion. Getting rid of the cows that don't meet your goals. And so if your goal is to have a really high quality uttered herd, start with the bottom quality uttered cows, the poor quality uttered cows. Start with the ones that are mean and ornery. In my book, those would be the first to go. We would get rid of those from the get-go. Then, you know, the feed issues. Cows that are thin, we know, will have poor breed back. They typically breed later. It's going to take more feed resources in a short feed resource situation to get them caught up. So once you make those strategic culling decisions, I think it is a lot easier in that herd management. And then you can start, if we need to dig deeper into the herd, we can either continue down those lists or start making some tougher decisions. Some of those cows that should go have been continual poor performers, as noticed in your records, and as well, cows that are open or dry, there is no reason to keep them around in a dry year. 
in a year that we don't have enough feed because they're just eating somebody else's lunch and not going to return you anything on the backside. And Lisa, once you make those decisions, what are some things to keep in mind from a beef quality assurance standpoint if you have to put some cows on the truck? Some things to keep in mind is that all those cows need to be able to stand and walk on all four feet and legs. Cows that are lame have a chance of becoming cows that are immobile and disabled, and we certainly don't want those in our system. We would also want those cows to be in a body condition score of three or greater so that they're in good enough condition to make a trip. And we want to make sure that all of our withdrawal times for our animal health products have been met. And also, we don't want to put any animals that are noticeably sick on the truck. You know, I always tell producers, would you feed your family what you just loaded? And if that answer is no, then you should not sell that animal that day. This has been Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature presented by NDSU Extension.